Hey, Rachel here, creator of Vampire the Masquerade Port Saga. If you've made it this far into the story, I suspect you might be a fan of the show. And if that's the case, I'd like to invite you to consider supporting Port Saga through Patreon. No big fancy studio here. It's just me and a desk and many late nights. So if you'd like to help me keep the show going, please head over to patreon.com slash Rachel J. Wilkinson. And after you sign up, feel free to log a boon from me to you with your local herald. Now, enjoy the episode. The following episode contains adult content, violence, and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Vampire the Masquerade, Port Saga, Episode 5, Living on the Fringe. I hate this part of detective work. What, the stakeout? Eh, I don't mind it. I wouldn't either if I didn't have to stare at an ugly bus stop for hours. Why is it always a box at a bench? You can't come up with anything more creative or something more, I don't know, aesthetically pleasing. They could at least slap a coat of paint on it or let the graffiti artists have their way with it. But now it's this ugly box of half measures. It's only half clean and half practical, which makes it entirely useless and offensive. <laughs> the car is nice. The inside of Voight's car smells like the ocean. It's an electric. Not flashy, but comfortable. It's okay, but I wouldn't call it nice. It's practical, though. No half measures here. Runs silent. Adds another paper cut to the fossil fuel industry. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever met a green vampire. Have you ever tasted a committed vegan? I'm not sure. Next time you hunt, go to the rack and lurk around Cafe Jinda. It's run by this beautiful couple. The menu is exclusively plant-based, but the location is terrible. They have one table for two outside this sliver of a window, and that's it. So if someone's going to eat there, they have to eat inside. And what's the best way to weed out the Instagrammers from the true blue vegans? <laughs> Bad lighting. Winner, winner, chickpea dinner. <laughs> Never really thought of it that way. Oh yeah, don't think I come from a place of altruism or benevolence for a second. I want to eat well and live forever. And the way things are headed, everything will be dead and we'll be feeding on cannibals. So no, no thank you. <laughs> Well, that passed five more minutes. It's excruciating. Hurry up, Tags. So, before all this, you were what? A detective? Soldier? What makes you say that? Your reputation. I was a music teacher. Get out! Honest. You did not go straight from music teacher to murder boyfriend. Kinda. When I got embraced, the prince threw a bunch of us together. Pale? Nah. Guy before her. Prince Reynolds. He said, hey, you four. Got an anarch problem. Go deal with it. Ah, oh, where you learned the whole anarch code thing. Anarchs use them to mark their territory or pass messages. I'm guessing that's how this tag's character learned it too. Which makes sense. Anarchs openly accept Dustborn. I don't think they use it anymore. The cipher. 
Maybe the Anarchs are back in Port Saga. They've got Moonlight Bay by the balls. Why bother with Small Fry Port Saga? Small Fry. By comparison. The Camarilla controls the whole of Port Saga. In Moonlight Bay, what's the cam got? One little burrow? I know. <laughs> it's a clusterfuck. Then why live there? It's complicated. So, while we're killing time, mind if I ask you about the night my sire died? I was wondering when you were going to bring it up. What do you remember? I threw a great party. 90s themed. You hosted? On behalf of Elder Quill, yes. What was the occasion? A nun specific. The Toreador put something together every quarter or so. Gives the clans a chance to scheme in person, which is far more entertaining than scheming via courier. When did it start? How many guests? It started around nine. Two to three dozen, maybe, with their respective entourages and a dash of dolls thrown into the mix. It was well attended. Hmm. A Toreador host doesn't know how many guests she had at her party. Fine. 67. 67 kindred in a dance club? Doesn't that seem... She shoots me a salty glare. I mean, how much square footage would that be for each person? Giant dance floor? Vaulted roof? It was like throwing a dinner party in a cavern. I wanted to use the bebop, but no, had to be the Neptune because Primogen Glass insisted. And then he didn't even show. Don't get me wrong, I made it work. I brought in a stage designer and- Was Aaron there? You don't want to know what I did? I'm sure it was amazing. It was amazing. But was Aaron there? Yeah, she arrived early and was socializing with some of the younger licks, spent some time with Rebel. They say at some point she left, but I, I didn't see her go. Did you see her when she got back? No, I was hosting, but I heard the shots. Mm, that's when the party stopped. What happened? Two shotgun blasts in the middle of downtown. That's what happened. Lysander ran inside screaming bloody murder. A few people ran out to see what happened. Two of them frenzied, so that was a mess. Lysander said it was Aaron, so the sheriff started tracking her. Mendoza and I made phone calls locking down the area. Then I called Edmund to tell him what happened and to manage the masquerade. Because Glass wasn't at the party. No, neither was Ezra or the prince, but I didn't expect her to show. Was Zelda there? Who knows? Do you really think she was innocent? I think something else is going on. Someone's lying about something. We're vampires. We're all lying about something. In my opinion, there are two kinds of kindred. The ones who regret nothing, and the ones who regret everything. Which one are you? I don't know. Do you regret killing Anarchs? No. But a part of me feels like I should. Your sire told you about me killing folks? Of course. Quill, right? You know him? Met him a few times a while back. He used to host a bunch of... Interesting parties. Still does. He a photographer like you? He was a calligrapher in his mortal days and made a fortune counterfeiting. Really? So the legend goes. He must trust you. Letting you rep the Toreador, handle his affairs on the council. He does. Why? Why does he trust me? Yeah. Because I'm the only one willing to tell him the truth. Truth. Beauty is truth. Truth. Beauty. Keats. 
What is truth but a lie agreed upon? Nietzsche. So, what brought you to Port Saga? Alexander. Quill. Mm-hmm. Because? He wanted to meet his grandchild. Really? Who's his grandchild? Lena Rivera. Oh. Yes. I, I'm sorry. I, I had no idea. It's all right. Death teaches us that time and love are precious. Love? All children love their sires. I don't think that's accurate. You didn't love Lawrence? No, I did. Do you love Quill? More than anything. There he is. Stay in the car. Um, no. Hey, you put up the SOS? What? I'm here to help. Really? Yep. Echo. What? I said, Echo. Fuck. Call and response. Lawrence used them all the time. He's expecting me to say, uh, Gecko? Fuck me. And we're off to the races. Tags cuts across a street and through an old mill long abandoned. Not far on the other side is a riverside residential. He gets in there. We got witnesses. More people, more problems. Stop! Bruja, Bono Akeem, Toridor, all gifted with supernatural speed. Luckily, Sasha taught me the same. Unluckily, someone also taught Tags. I just want to talk! He's a good 15 feet in front of me, and I'm not gaining. I don't have my gun. Don't have anything to hit. Marlowe's car slams into Tags. He goes down, and finally, I get my hands on him. Let go of me! Ah! Calm down. We just want to talk. Did he crack my bumper? The fuck you do to my leg? You'll live. Look at me. Tags obeys. Come with us, please. I promise you'll be safe. Oh, uh, all right. Can Marlowe control minds, too? Titus, next time? Yeah? Stay in the car. Best pizza ever. Open 24 hours. Great place to sip on 20-something, sobering up before they head home. Place used to be called Pacini's, and had been in the owner's family for three generations. Then 2008 wiped out their savings. And they had to sell it to a chain owned by corporate lawyers out of Texas. We'd like to ask you some questions. Give us the answers, and you go on your merry way. Easy peasy. Oh yeah, with the sheriff waiting in the wings to ash me? I give you my word. <laughs> What's the word of a vampire worth? Marlowe slaps $500 down on the table. From the looks of it, Tags could use it. He takes about three seconds to weigh his options. Ask your question. Did you know Fontaine? Oh, go fuck yourself. Is that what this is? A brandy gets torched and now I'm getting an ivory dildo shoved off my ass? We've got Dustboard getting slaughtered left and right, but it takes a brandy before any of you give a shit. What do you mean, slaughtered? The SA might have gotten Fontaine, but, but there's Marcus Pratt, Danny Takeshi, Keisha Troy. The list goes on, man. All ash by the goddamn sheriff and that lapdog of hers. 
What lapdog? Mac the knife. You mean McKenna? Yeah, the chick with the shotgun. But you knew Fontaine. Not really. That's a lie. I've seen you together. Then why ask me the question? The sheriff brought both of you in together. Gave you a choice to take the brand or leave. Fontaine accepted. You didn't. No. We both accepted. I didn't want to leave Port Saga. And Fontaine. She was tired of just scraping by. So we decided to try it out. See what comes of it. What did we have to lose? But that life? Your life? Living on the fringe is better. Living free? Free on the fringe? Yeah. At least my hands are clean. Gentlemen, can we please stay on topic? How'd you know Fontaine was dead? Bad news travels fast. Is that why you tried to call the Anarchs? The Anarchs are the best shot I got. You and Fontaine stay in touch? Yeah, we'd, we'd meet up. She tried to help me out. Help how? The scouts had a line on some pre-processed blood drawn and bagged. They were able to skim some before it went to the hospitals. Where were they getting it? Uh, I don't know. Yes, he does. Let's try that again. Where were they getting the bags? Uh, there's, there's like a Catholic church on the city's west edge, south of here. They do regular blood drives or something. So scouts would go and come back with enough to sell some to us. Which church? How would I know? Is he saying that instead of some thin blood... Well, Duskborn. Duskborn getting captured and tortured and giving up the scouts? Could the scouts have gotten themselves killed? What are you talking about? The Second Inquisition, which includes the Catholic Church, probably got wind of the scouts stealing blood, used one of the drives as a trap, and then followed them back to the warehouse. Fuck me. Yeah. We should speak with Constance. Why? She knows the diocese better than anyone. We done? Tags, you either need to take the brand, or you need to get the hell out of Dodge. You and anyone else you care about. Where are we gonna go? All we have is here. Head to Moonlight Bay and go to this address. There's a gangle named Sparrow you can talk to. No offense, but I hope I didn't see either of you again. Constance? Are you scared? A little, given her reputation. When she was Sabat, helped roll Atlanta, killed half her pack. I heard she was one of Polonia's Templars. Really? Yeah, before getting inducted into the Black Hand. What? And then she became a cardinal. Very funny. I heard she even diablerized Hardestat. Ha fucking ha. I thought Malkavians were supposed to be insightful. Fuck you. Promises, promises. The Marquis Cinema is an old movie theater. It mainly shows black and white films from the 40s and 50s. Casablanca, A Raisin in the Sun, Some Like It Hot, Seven Samurai, all the classics. But it also hosts Slaughterhouse Saturdays and Arthouse Sundays. The place couldn't compete with the big chains and was on the verge of bankruptcy, at least for as long as I was in Port Saga. It appears, though, that its fortunes have changed. 
Marlowe and I take the stairs to the second floor mezzanine and slip into the mostly empty theater. On the screen is Kirk Douglas's face, and in the corner, tucked half in a shadow, is Constance. Ms. Voigt, Mr. Reed. What are you watching? Paths of Glory, Stanley Kubrick, 1957. What's it about? The First Great War. An entire company refuses a suicide mission and is court-martialed. Kirk Douglas defends them. Let me guess, he wins the case? Not at all. Three of them are executed. The rest are returned to the front. That's how it ends? In tragedy, yes. Thank you, by the way, for speaking at my sire's funeral. Oh, of course. I liked Lawrence. He appreciated good cinema. Popcorn? If you're going to succeed in the Camarilla, the second thing you learn after the traditions is how to say no without offending the other person. That skill alone will add 20 years to your unlife. Moments like this are tricky, because vampires don't eat food. Yes, we can chew and swallow food, and some of us can even keep it down. For most of us, however, whatever you eat comes right back up. She knows that. So this has to be a test. And now I'm paralyzed with indecision. That is a generous offer, but I, uh... I... Fuck it. I go to grab a handful of kernels. She pulls it away at the last second. She cracks a tiny smile. <laughs> Marlo flashes me a look like I'm an idiot. You caught me off guard, that's all. Constance, would you be willing to help us with something? Of course. The local Catholic church. Yes. Do you know of one having regular blood drives? There are a dozen Catholic churches in Port Saga. You'll need to be more specific. West edge of town, south of the Steel District. Why do you ask? It appears this was the Eagle Scout's blood supply. We need to know which one. Hmm. Is that what got them killed? We think it caught the attention of the SI. Or the drive was cheese for the trap. How so? This generation of kindred is very particular. Especially the thin bloods, very soft, very solicitous. Very concerned about the ethics of feeding. They refuse to feed on people. They refuse to feed on animals. They only feed on the consensual or from bags. The Inquisition knows this. And freely donated blood is enticing bait for the soft and naive. I see. There are three churches in that area. Tomorrow is Sunday Mass. I will send my people to all three. and We'll see what they uncover. But um, there is something else you should know. A few weeks ago, the Vatican sent a trio of postulators to Port Saga. What's a postulator? It's a priest who investigates miracles. Those candidates for beatification who survived their rigorous scrutiny are put forward for canonization. Have any miracles happened in Port Saga? None that I'm aware of, which makes their presence suspect. Inquisitors? Possibly. Postulators are not bound to a parish. They have free reign throughout the diocese. We'll look into that as well. We appreciate it. What do we owe you for the help? I've made it no secret that I wish to be the principal of faith in this domain. But I understand the prince's unwillingness to appoint me to it officially. Ventrue. So fragile. 
I would consider my effort well spent if you spoke with the Primogen Council about the situation. I can do that. Thank you, Principal. Don't call me that. Apologies. <laughs> Not until I've won it. Oh, of course. Uh, Constance? Yes, dear. Why the movies? Oh, what is film but light and shadow? <laughs> After securing Constance's help, Marlow and I set up a rendezvous and called it a night. On the way home, I mean to Lawrence's condo, I take Marlow's advice to stop by Cafe Jinda. I'll be candid with you. I get that it's a touch creeper, but I'm more of a sandman when I feed. I don't know. Call me an introvert. But I'd rather slip in and slip out while someone's asleep and not deal with any of the interpersonal difficulties. That said, on the rare occasion, the hunt scratches a certain itch. So when this crunchy-looking vegan strolls out of the cafe, I went for it. And she was right. Winner, winner, chickpea dinner. Sitting in the living room waiting for me is Craven, better known as the Lawyer, Herald of Moonlight Bay. Mr. Reed, it's time to come home. Vampire the Masquerade, Port Saga. Created by Rachel J. Wilkinson, with voice performances by Dayin Geist, Satine Phoenix, Rachel J. Wilkinson, Brad Hardwick, and Ken Pickering. Portions of this podcast are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with permission. All rights reserved. For more information, please visit worldofdarkness.com.